0: Italians love their cars. Hot and
1: fast. The best muscle cars in the world. Camina on Italian radio show.
2: I want you should send them a message from us, from us, from us. I love you, piano and nessuno solo
0: Folks, welcome to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian Radio Show right here on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network, out of the beautiful Palm Springs area, KMET fourteen ninety AM or ninety eight point one FM. Thanks so much for tuning in today. You may be hearing us across the country because we have many great affiliate stations. Some of them are ABC affiliates. Some of them are non-ABC affiliates. Or perhaps you're streaming us live, which you can do very easily. Go to our website, WCIR.biz. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio. WCIR.biz, the top of the page. You click the little button there, and you can stream this show live every Monday Monday. Or you can listen to us at archives. We got all of our shows last seven years in our archives up there. Share them with your friends, share them with your family. We're gonna have a great, great time. And of course, after today's show, this is gonna go right up in archives too, so it'll be available. We love our listeners. Wherever you are in the world, however you're listening to us, thanks for coming to our show. My name is Tony Lestella. I'm your host with a lovely Marzia Caputo from Vincenza, Italia. Marzia, how you doing?
1: Doing great. Ciao a tutti. Hey, Tony. Great day for Dua Radio today. What do you think? Absolutely,
0: March. It's a wonderful, wonderful day. Um, you know, tell them what we do here on this show.
1: We have a lot of things to tell you. So we have events. We have news. If you want, we have Italian music. We have Italian phrases. We have a ricetta recipe. So, so everything much- Italian or Italian American. Of course. No
0: holds barred, folks. No holds barred. And today's show is about Italian muscle cars. Italian Italians love their sports cars. Italians make the best sports cars in the world, bar none. We all know it whether it's a Maserati, whether it's a Ferrari, whether it's an Alfa Romeo, the very best sports cars in the world come out of Italy. And let me tell you what. Whether whether an Italian is driving a sports car or not, Italians love driving fast. Trust me. I've ridden, I've ridden with Marcia Caputo here a couple times. She has this hot little BMW that her husband bought her. My God, you take your life in your own hands like going two city blocks with her.
1: <laughs> really?
0: I remember we, we were two city blocks away, and the light had turned yellow. And she said, I can make it, you know.
1: <laughs> I can make it. So it gives you an
0: idea of what we're dealing with. So getting right into our first stuff that we do here on the show every week, we talk about Italian news. And we have some great Italian news to tell you about today. Uh, of course, when it comes to Italian news, uh, as we say every week, quite frequently the stories we tell you, which are all true, are uh, more bizarre than fiction. Uh, the first story we have, uh, this comes from um, recent surveys that they've taken here in 2021, you know, they rate different countries of the world and drivers out of different countries. Okay. So really? Marcia, did you know that when it comes to the worst drivers in the world, Italians come in number one. I'm sure. I'm worst drivers in the world. Okay.
1: It's not possible. I so they even
0: be have a theory. You. They even got a theory on this. They say the, the amount of, of religious paraphernalia that's hanging from a car's rear view mirror is a reliable indicator of how bad the drivers are. The more crucifixes, the more rosary beads, the more evil eyes you got wrapped around that mirror, that means to say you need all the luck you can get and it signifies that you're a very, very dangerous driver. And the theory was obviously tested and proven true in Italy.
1: Now, usually is who drive with a hat? Is the one the worst driver? (laughs) Cat, because you cannot see. You cover your eyes.
0: (laughs) I see. So it's like like a disguise. Uh They say, and of all the places in Italy, you would Mm. think like the Naples or that, but the worst, the worst city, is Rome. The worst city is Rome. It it basically signifies the most chaotic Latino driving in the world. Uh And it's kind of the bane of the Italian stereotype. The roads are just, if you drive in Rome, it's like the extension of the Formula One racetrack. Okay,
1: okay? let me speak for the Roman people, because you're going to have a lot of Romani going to start calling you and say, I'm just, what are I do up, I'm reading this stuff. Okay. It comes to us so, like from the... A uh, lot of traffic. You have no choice to cut through to move. You can't stay there waiting for those sleeping tourist people driving like my grandma. We got to move. So well, it says collisions
0: I, result from a uh, reckless apathy for traffic laws and from gawking at gorgeous women walking down the street. <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's the that.
0: Romans doing this, okay? I'm sorry, okay? Yeah. It says merging is not merging, it's competition. There's no mutual effort. The road signs and the traffic lights are pretty much ignored, and they're just there as or, or, or ornamentation. Okay, yeah, uh, so and so it so says so. the moped and the scooter drivers maneuver in ways that no one would even attempt to do if you're doing it on a PlayStation.
1: You know, it's like a video games. It's true. We just have to go around things. We gotta move.
0: It goes out. Drivers will tailgate. Widely waving their hands as to signify an emergency. You and mean who? Think that Italians are fearful of being late for everything, for a, a hot date or lunch or whatever, you know?
1: Let me teach you something. Flashlight or they come right tell the back of your car. It means move on the flashlight. Well, basically,
0: Italians seem to get this thrill out of yes. cheating death every time <laughs> they get in front yes. of a steering wheel or behind behind a steering wheel. Um and they drive as recklessly and as fast as is humanly possible so that stated wait this year wait a minute this year italy holds <laughs> the number one rating as the worst
1: drivers on the planet <laughs> there you go and i complain again because you look at this we drive crazy but we are less accident than here in usa so- I know. We're a good hey, driver. Just someone to said that. Come on, Tony.
0: <laughs> now, the only reason they got auto bo- the only reason that you got seat belts in an Italian car is so that the drive, that the ambulance driver can find the body. body. That's not it. You know. <laughs> That's a good one. That's
1: pretty good, Tony. I like. All that right.
0: One. So moving on to our next story, we've kind of covered a little bit of this in the past. Um, what is it? The Sopranos, the famous TV series. The Sopranos ran. For many years on cable TV, I believe it was on HBO. Uh, And according to the Hollywood Reporter, the you know the 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 Sopranos movie now is coming out. Hmm. Be coming out sometime this year. It's going to be a prequel, so it actually uh, takes place at the beginning of Tony Soprano's life when he was a kid moving up to the time when he became the head of the family where the TV series then then begins so this prequel they got the trailer out now I saw the trailer it's actually very very entertaining the trailer it's about 2 minutes long I would invite people to go on to uh go on to the computer you can very easily um Google it, and it's a uh, it's a very interesting. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, the movie. Of course, unfortunately, the great actor James Gandolfini, who played Tony Soprano in the series, uh, passed away. I mean, he was not even that old. I think he was in his 50s, and he oh. uh, died shortly after the series was over uh, of a heart attack, I think. Um, so they're uh, you know they're going to use some of his his clips that they already have from the series. Uh, it, when they, you know, do flashbacks and stuff like that. But it will take place, like I said, when Tony Soprano is a kid. So they got another actor playing him as a young guy and it takes him through uh, his childhood, teenage years, the whole thing up to where he becomes the head of the family. And
1: it's unbelievable what they can do now. You it know? is
0: unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, I've even mm-hmm. read things where, uh, you know, they're working on technology where they can even create movies now where they can go back and get some of these old actors, like I- say, Humphrey Bogart or, you know, um, guys who are, who died years ago and they can, with, the, with all the digital stuff they can do, they can put them in movies now and they can actually make it look like they're alive and they're doing movies right I, now. I mean, I don't know how accurate they can do it, but I know each – time I go to the movie theater and I see this digital technology, it gets better and better and more real and more real. So I think we're very close to looking like, you know, they're probably not even going to need any new actors. They're just going to be able to use all the old actors and they're going to look like real people, you know, which kind of doesn't say much for the uh, future of the acting industry, but, um, the technology is quite amazing. So folks, make sure that you check that out. I'm not quite sure when. It's going to open, but right now they're targeting it for it to be released in theaters on October 1st, and I think they're going to be previewing it on HBO Max for 31 days following the theatrical release, so you have a couple of ways to see it, and of course you're going to have all the other cast members there that you've come to know and love over the years, I guess are going to be uh, making different appearances uh, on the series. So what do you, I, I know The Sopranos probably in Italy wasn't as a big deal. But here in America, this was, was like for years and years the number one TV show, I remember. Uh, and people just loved it, I you know. I
1: think it's like, you know, um, I speak for me and for myself. We don't go crazy about all those mafia movies, things like right, that. Right, right. So, you know what I mean? But we like the different. Like, my father used to watch Far West, you know. Yeah, all yeah. That's the thing. It's normal. You guys are here in the States. You want to see, like, Italian family, what's going yeah, on. Yeah,
0: right. Exactly. With
1: well, there you go, know. the folks,
0: your Italian news for the day. We're going to be right back after the short word from our sponsors with my favorite part of the show, our food and our drink segment. Don't go
1: away. Stay tuned.
4: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas. We're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com.
0: Store near you. This is Tony Lestella with the Italian radio show. Every day twenty veterans take their own lives. That's twenty too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to savevetlives.org to learn more. Folks, we're going to take a 10-second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification.
1: You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio
0: broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. All right, folks, we are back here. And like I said earlier, my favorite part of the show, the food and beverage segment. We're Italians. We love to eat. We love to drink. It's part of our culture. Uh, It's part of just what we do and what we're known for. And, of course, this segment is brought to you by our great sponsor, Tito's Handmade Vodka from Austin, Texas. Tito is such a unique vodka with a great taste that you're going to want to use this for any of your summer parties. Make sure to check out Tito's. And thank you, Tito's, for sponsoring the Italian radio show. So now, you know, March, I figured since uh, today we're talking about muscle cars, you know, we're talking about Italian muscle cars, but there's also, you know, a big uh, thing here in the United States with muscle cars for both Italian Americans and non Italian Americans. And it's been a big thing for years and years. Um, you know, let's talk about some Italian-American food today. We always talk about Italian food. And like we say, there's some difference here. Um, Not that one is better than the other. They just kind of e- evolved differently. So very famous thing that you eat, like if you grew up where I grew up, back in the uh, New York area, the whole upper eastern seaboard, and in any Italian neighbor- neighborhoods back there, you can get a meatball sandwich. Now, Meat- you get meatball I sandwiches see- in Italy?
1: No, I never have one, honestly.
0: All right, so meatball sandwiches, um, you know, there's a number of different ways they're made. But basically, you know, it's after you you, you cook the meatball, they're all ready to go. And then you you, you put it on, you know, a, a big hoagie, uh, you, you split your hoagie bun. Uh, you put the meatballs on the hoagie bun. You cover it with um, sauce, some red marinara sauce, then you put some... Uh, cheese on top to melt it, you, you know, you usually provolone, something like that. You stick it in the, uh, the oven under the broiler, and you kind of melt it all, grill it all there, the final last thing. And It's become a very, very popular dish uh, in a lot of the urban cities uh, here, created essentially by the Italian-Americans. It's become popular with both Italians and non-Italians, and it really cre- was created when the immigrants came over, uh, at the beginning of the 20th century, and the, again, the whole idea where they made dishes like this, the the meatball sandwiches, the Italian, uh, the spaghetti and meatballs, another example, they had these huge families, right? And, mm-hmm. you know, they were very, very poor back then when they first came over. So, you know, they had to do what they could do to spread the, the food out, right? So, I you know, know, with meatballs, you could get a little bit of meat, you add bread, and you you could take, like, you know, a pound of hamburger, and by the time you added bread and stuff, you could probably feed a family of 10. You make the meatballs. Yeah. You make a little marinara sauce with some, you know, spaghetti, uh, and, and with some, I'm sorry, with some tomatoes, right, I Um, know. to put on top. It's very inexpensive, and then, of course, just your bread. You, you know, uh, now over the years, it's become hoagie bread. Uh, but you know, you just get your bread, you split it in half, and there you go. You got a meal that's filling, fill up your whole family, uh, somewhere you can feed people inexpensively.
1: So, what do you think of that? I never try. I should try first to say the. never try.
0: Well, it's very, very
1: good. Again, so no, easy. To- is easy to eat, like, already it's hard to have, you know, all those meatballs inside the sandwich. they do not falling apart. Or? Well, see,
0: so this is a whole debate. This is a whole debate. I mean, there's <laughs> different people tell you to eat it different way. Some people just pick it up and they eat it, but then, like you see, half the time it's it <laughs> dripping down their shirt, and they look like a bunch of slobs, okay? Um, <laughs> no. Personally, uh my, the way that I learned to eat it was, you know, you get a knife and a fork, and you basically cut it, and you, and you eat it like that, you know, which is a way that you can be assured that you're not going to be a total mess by the time we're done. But different <laughs> folks are different folks. Uh, make sure we try it out. Well, I'll have to treat you to one here sometime at my house. That's good. Folks, there is your food segment of the day. Well, Marcia, you know, since we're talking about um Italian muscle cars, Italian hot cars today, I thought it would be appropriate for you to give us some Italian phrases about how much Italians love their cars. Now, you know, I, I don't know. I never grew up in Italy. I grew up in an Italian Ameri- Italian-American family here. And certainly in the Italian-American neighborhoods, we loved our cars. I mean, you know, so how about in Italy?
1: So we love cars, but let's realistic. Uh, you don't see too many a Ferrari around, you know. What I mean, you don't see people. They we can't afford that for first for the gas because it's too expensive. Right, right. Like one, like I say, it's too expensive to get that car. But we do love. You can hear Italian people talk about two things: motorcycle and cars. That's interesting. So Very my, similar. My phrases are more about how you're driving. You know, people yelling to you when you're driving. You know, when right, you, right,
0: right. Well, and it's interesting because I think you're right. People have the uh, misconception here in America that everybody in Italy is driving a Ferrari, yeah. driving a Maserati, driving an Alfa Romeo. They're going, you know, you know these uh, blinding speeds. And realistically, they're driving more like Fiats or smaller cars because the roads are a lot smaller, especially in the cities. You've got those narrow streets. But let's do face it, even with the small cars, they all think they're on, you know, the racetracks. So or even. <laughs> yeah. Those side streets, they are zipping by you, so you gotta watch yourself when you step off a curb. So, so, these are the Italian phrases about this type of driving, right?
1: Right. When I get a little frustrated, so. All right. And they used one before, if you heard it. By the way, again. Se lento come mia nonna.
0: And again, do that for us one more
1: time. Se lento come mia nonna.
0: This is a popular one. You are slow like my grandmother. Yeah, we <laughs> yeah. got a, a version of that here in the, in this country as well.
1: We? Oh, okay. <laughs> All
0: right. All right, what's your next one?
1: You hear this one a lot. Ti sorpasso con la bici. Muoviti. And one more time. Ti sorpasso con la bici. Muoviti. Which basically
0: means, I can pass you on a bike. Move. Yes. Uh, yeah, I can get that. And, and again, I've been in that situation there, not exactly with that phrase, but I understand
1: exactly how they. they right. the nice phrases. If they say something else after that, you are surely gonna be bad words. So right, gotcha, gotcha. All right, one more. Ma chi ti ha dato la patente, cretino? One more time. Ma chi ti ha dato la patente, cretino?
0: Which basically translates, "Who gave you your license, idiot." So, again, I can relate to that. Uh, we have versions of that here that I really can't say over the radio, no. but um, I think you get the point of it. Very good, Marcy. That's very nice. There you got it,
1: folks. I, our I, communities. I, huh? I was so close to say, you know, our show, Lucerossa. they're going to be different phrases, a little more Italian, a little stronger, okay? I'm going to say here.
0: But well, yeah. yeah, exactly. So just like with us, you yeah. cleaned up the phrases from what they really say in Italy. And I've seen that. I've actually, uh, Mm -hmm. like I say, you know, even though I consider myself to be a pretty good driver and at times even a little bit of an aggressive driver, it's nothing like in Italy. I mean, these guys... You, you've got these two lanes, like that. you're lined up for, at a traffic line. You've got six cars across these two <laughs> lanes revving their engines at those, that, and just waiting for that light to turn green. And, I mean, you know, if you don't step on it, you've got guys behind you that are either rear-ending you or certainly screaming and shaking their fists at you and <laughs> honking their horns and saying Italian words that, frankly, we don't cover here on our live show. We have to do this in after hours. But uh, there you go, your Italian phrases of the day. So now it's time for our Artist of the Week. And since we did your, yours last week, um, even though I know we're talking about Italian hot cars, like I said, here here in the United States, uh, it's equally as big, you know, you have these hot cars. Everybody's into their hot cars, Italian-Americans or just, you know, non-Italian-Americans. Everybody loves their hot cars, especially the young people. And so it's very popular here to go cruising, OK, I remember growing up, we would cruise Colby or different places like you're in, in uh, Southern California. They, I think this all came out of Southern California where they would do the cruising things where you go on a Friday, Saturday night. Uh, you get your, your girlfriend and a few buddies and you're just cruising over and over, showing off your hot cars there. Right. So you always need to have cruising music. And of course, cruising music has changed over the years. But I think that uh, the original cruising music that really stands out to me was a lot of the stuff that came out of the 50s and the 60s. We had artists like Frankie Valli and the song Sherry. We had Fabiano and the song Tiger. We had, remember, Dion the He's still out there singing now. Uh, Dion and the Belmonts with the song Come, Go With Me. Frankie Avalon with the song Venus. Even Bobby Darren with the song Dream Lover. Bobby Rydell, uh, his version of Volare. And these are all this great, great music. Uh, These are the great songs of the cruising days. So I thought it would be kind of appropriate for our show, since we're doing a whole thing on Italian muscle cars, to have some great classic cruising music to listen to it to kind of reminisce about cruising on those hot summer nights in your favorite hot car with your girlfriend and your buddies there next to you. Here you go.
2: Sugar, you look kind of sweet. Cuter than a baby walking down the street. When I look into your eyes, I want to leave. I can't conceal that you make me feel like a tiger. Send a little girl for me to thrill A girl who wants my kisses and my arms A girl with all the charms of you Every night I hope and pray A dream lover will come my way A girl to hold in my arms And know the magic of her charms Cause I want a girl Luca ro for dora e la testa passa l'acqua per suo torb
4: Cheers. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'svodka.com.
0: Store near you. This is Tony Lestella with the Italian radio show. Every day 20 veterans take their own lives. That's twenty too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to savevetlives.org to learn more.
4: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. The owner of a local liquor store told me to forget the flavors, so I make only vodka flavored vodka, smooth and gluten free. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito'sVodka.com. <laughs>
0: So welcome back to West Coast Italian Radio, bringing you the Italian radio show here on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network out of Palm Springs. You know, our show today has been a lot of fun because we've been talking about Italian hot rods, Italian sports cars, Italian muscle cars. I mean, who... Who doesn't love great Italian cars, right, or just great sports cars in general, whether you're Italian, you're Italian-American, or just a normal person? And so, you know, I thought it might be fun to kind of do a little twist on our topic today. I happened to come across uh, some friends of ours at Top Cars TV, Top Cars TV. They're they're doing actually quite well. They have 108,000 subscribers on the YouTube channel and they do some really just, just a lot of fun things when it comes to cars, but they did one particular topic, one particular video, so to speak. And, and the theme of this video was the top 10 ugliest and worst looking Italian cars. So, I mean, you, you gotta love that. Being again here on our show, the Italian radio show, nothing is sacred. You know, we're totally. Irreverent with everything we do. And so as much as we all love Ferraris and Maserakis and Alfa Romeos and all these great Italian cars, how much fun to talk about, you know, the 10 ugliest and worst-looking Italian cars of all time, especially when you consider everything beautiful and great coming out of Italy. Just kind of turn the tide a little bit and do a little reverse thing here. So here you go. Brought to us by Top Cars TV, our associates there on the Internet, on YouTube. Uh, They are going to give us their rundown of the top ten ugliest and worst-looking Italian cars of all time.
5: Italy. It's a place that is assaulting all your senses in an almost divine way. There's classical music for your ears, Italian cuisine for your taste, soft leather and smooth clothes for you to touch, the smell of the Mediterranean, most importantly, a feast for your eyes. Paintings, sculptures, design, vistas, women, fashion, architecture, furniture, the lot. Italy has it all. Italy has it beautiful. Luckily for us, they do cars as well. And the same story goes. Okay, they may not technically be superior to the Germans. may not last longer in the rain than a dissolving tablet. And their electrical systems could benefit from an exorcism. But we still love them because they please our senses, not the brain. It's shocking, then, that such a hedonistically-driven culture can also create some really hideous-looking cars. But it does happen, often enough to make this kind of video. Here the top 10 ugliest cars to ever come out of Italy. Number 10. Alfa Romeo SZRZ. Rare and collectible, Zagato cars were always a case of hit or miss, but never plain boring. This long-running coach builder gave us the jaw-dropping vanquish on one end in this atrocity on the other. Except this is not designed by Zagato at all, but by Fiat, who I presume used Legos to do it. Zagato just helped putting it all together. Either way, the 80s were over, designers learn how to draw curves again, so why so boxy? And what happened to the back? They stacked it up so high that it's more like a set of closet drawers than a car. If you ever end up in a pileup crash, we would have never noticed, because the front and the back are already completely vertical. As it is, not a single detail of this car looks good, and yet, as a whole, somehow it's oddly entrancing. It was also nicknamed Ilma the monster. Some say it was because of the performance, but most people agree it's because of the questionable looks. Number 9. Ferrari 512M. Ferrari Testarossa is an instantly recognizable, iconic supercar of the 80s, but that's where it should have stayed. In the 80s. Sadly, instead of retiring it and coming up with a true successor for the next decade, Ferrari thought it would be a great idea to touch it up a bit with then-trendy-looking, smoother lines like the 355 hat. It didn't work. Everything that was good about the sharp 80s was diluted, awkwardly positioned, and melted away. Headlights are bad, the front bumper was too busy, round taillights were forcefully crammed into its square holes, wheels were bad, and the unchanged roof and side blades were now completely out of tune with the rest of the car. In the end, only 500 of these god-awful medleys were ever built, and not for exclusivity. Number 8. Lancia Y. Ever since the original Fiat 500, Italy was good at making tiny, simple, feel-good, zippy cars. They were like an excited, tail-wagging little dog that would always put a smile on your face. This Lancia Ypsilon will not do that. It'll make you feel drab, cloudy, and moist. One look at it and your face will resemble its face. Sad-looking eyes, smirky nose, a dribbling, tucked-in jaw. To make matters worse, it had the Salvador Dali mustache wrapped around it. But while he was probably pointing his up, Lancy's just loses its strength and just slides off the ends. But that's where the worst thing happened. Because of the awkward proportions, they made the back of it look like it was a full-size van on a tiny car. Just drive it into a wall. I'm sure it'll look better then. Number seven. Alfa Romeo 166. The 166 was a big, wide, executive car that would show the Germans what a stylish businessman should be driving. In reality, it showed nothing but an ugly face that only Ray Charles could enjoy. For such a big car, they found the smallest, saddest headlights they could, almost the size of fog lamps, and then they put them as wide apart as possible. made the car look like Sid, that sloth from the Ice Age movies. But that wasn't enough, because they also made the distinctive Alfa Romeo grill the smallest grill ever, and it sits too far up. Out of proportion and out of place, perfectly summed up the face of this car. So few businessmen bought it, that Alfa completely abandoned the big executive car segment for good. Number 6 Lamborghini Veneno Let's be real. It looks like a transformer that died halfway through transforming into a car. It looks like a Chinese replica of Aventador, whose design was described over a phone. It looks like a car that crashed into a warehouse of Lambo parts. It looks like it was designed using origami technique. It looks like someone drove into a wood chipper. It looks like it came in a box with a set of AA batteries. I know that Lambos were always crazy. This is the craziest of them all. And it's littered with cool details everywhere, but none of them look right. Everything's too big, too broken up, and too wide for anyone to call it beautiful. It's also so rare, you'll probably never see one. And that's a good thing. Number five, Ferrari FF. This maniacal looking Ferrari was a couple of firsts for its company. First wagon, first all-wheel drive, and first Ferrari that kids hated to look at. I'll give it a pass for being a shooting brake because any other Ferrari for four people ended up looking awkward. But it's impossible not to notice the elephant in the room. That huge grinning face with teeth retainers. It's too high up from the ground, and it's flanked on both sides by these ridiculous intakes that look like a frog inflating its vocal sacs. The whole thing could have been done so much better, and it was when they made the successor, the GTC4 Lusso. But this one will forever stay in history as the maniacal frog wagon Ferrari. Number four. Fiat 500 L living in the mid 2000s car world was obsessed with modern retro cars. There was a Mustang, Camaro, and absolutely adorable Fiat 500. It was a cute little car that perfectly complemented those chihuahuas and a shaved pair of legs. Its size made it woefully impractical, but no one cared and more than a million were sold after Fiat realized how popular it was. They went to make more practical, bigger and uglier version something no one has asked for. It swelled up almost beyond recognition, just vaguely hinting to the original with its artistic details that ultimately made it look like a fat larva. It's truly, deeply ugly. Did I mention it can now seat up to seven people? Talk about stretching it too far. Number three, Pagani Yes, I'm calling it out. This rolling sculpture, this art form, the jewel of automotive industry, is as ugly as it is fast. and. That's a lot. Zonda was so cool because it was absolutely bonkers, littered with wild detail top to bottom. For this one, Pagani wanted to tame it down a little bit, but then it went too far. The lines are now much cleaner, uninterrupted, and the whole shape is... boring. The back looks so bland, with the taillights looking like an afterthought. The side was inspired, it seems, by a spread of Nutella on a slice of bread. But that's nothing to what happened to the front. Odd headlights, flapping nostrils, tall pointing nose and a huge gaping mouth finished off with a double chin made it look like that aquarium poo-eating fish. It's no wonder that more and more wires were ordered with an optional front splitter and some more interesting color combinations. It's less of a wonder that people are still ordering the discontinued Zonda. Number 2 Ferrari 308 GT4 I know what you're thinking, is this a Ferrari? Really? It looks a lot like a kit car, something that a sleepy student would make as their science project, but it was supposed to be far more advanced than that. Enzo wanted to make a more sensible, cheaper supercar for the everyday boring people. One that is easy to see out of, can go over a speed bump, and can take your kids as well. With all those things making precedence over what a real supercar should be, it ended up looking like a cheap knockoff from the eastern communist bloc. Even with a stretched-out cabin that made you sit too far up front, the wheelbase looked awfully short, with huge and tall overhangs. Sensible thinking made it ill-proportioned and downright ugly. But it also meant that it had no interesting details about it. The back was boring, front was boring, everywhere boring. It's so bad that on a scale of terrible things that came out of Italy, fascism has more fans than this Ferrari. Number one. Fiat Multiplot. It is widely considered as the ugliest car in the world. Just look at it. It's a muffin top that's gone bad. And it's covered with mold spots. Like a bacteria infected car bubbling out of its sickness. As if they chopped up two different ugly cars and glued them back together. But they didn't just stop on the outside because the interior, if anything, is even worse. That center council was designed in the dark using a snail as a pen. And look at those lines on the steering wheel. They don't even meet in the middle. This car was made ugly on purpose, as if they tried their best to make it as atrocious as possible. And that for a country they gave us Pavarotti, Mona Lisa, high fashion, and delicious cuisine equal to a deadly sin. Shame on them. And so,
0: folks, there you have it. You heard it right from the horse's mouth, so to speak. The top ten ugliest and worst-looking Italian cars of all time, uh, some of these made by great car manufacturers uh, that are renowned in Italy, but still you know no one gets it perfect one hundred percent of the time. A lot of fun to do this type of a segment because it kind of a uh, does a reversal on the whole thing of these beautiful, gorgeous Italian cars. It's like I say, nothing we do on the show is safe. Uh, everything is within reach of us, uh, you know, having fun with it and nothing is reverent. So, um, there you have it. We want to give a big thanks again to Top Cars TV for sharing that segment with us. Folks, make sure you check them out on YouTube, Top Cars TV. they got a great YouTube channel there. They have this video and many other fantastic videos playing there. And we're going to be right back after this quick break from our sponsors with much more West Coast Italian Radio. Don't go away. This is Tony Lestella with the Italian Radio Show. Every day, 20 veterans take their own lives. That's 20 too many. You need help? Want to end veteran suicide? Go to SaveVetLives.org to learn more.
4: Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In the mid-90s, I bought a piece of land with a credit card check and built the very first micro-distillery in the history of the state of Texas. Cheers. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Tito's
3: Pacific Food Importers has been distributing Mediterranean food products in the greater Seattle area since 1971. Beginning as an olive import company, PFI has evolved into a well-known wholesale food distributor in the Pacific Northwest, servicing restaurants, grocers, manufacturers, and caterers. Family owned and operated, PFI stocks a wide variety of cured meats, specialty cheeses from around the world, and a vast range of Mediterranean products. Visit PacificFoodImporters.com for more information or to contact us.
4: store near you.
0: Folks, we're going to take a 10 second break to allow our affiliate stations across the country to give you their station identification.
1: You're listening to West Coast Italian Radio.
0: Broadcasting at KMET 1490 in Palm Springs, part of the ABC News and Talk radio network. Our song of the week, Steppin' Out With My Baby, remake of the old Tony Bennett classic with Tony and the Goombas live. A tribute to those classic cruising days and those great Italian cars up tonight stepping out with my honey Can't be bad to feel
2: so good Never felt quite so sunny and I keep on knocking wood There'll be smooth sailing cause I'm trimming my sails Am yeah, my top hat Am yeah, my white tie and my tail I'm stepping out with my baby. Can't be wrong, cause I've been right. Ask me when will that day be? The big day may be tonight. I seem to late, It's because I've got a date A date with a package of All the things that come with love You don't have to ask me I won't waste your time But if you should ask me Why I feel so Thank you. Cause i'm in a right ask me when will that day be the big day may be tonight.
0: so now marchie it's time for us to do our Italian events, we have great Italian events uh, that are happening throughout the western United States. And before we get started, let's just tell all of our people that if you have an event out there that you would like to submit to us for our event calendar, please go to our website. Just remember the acronym for West Coast Italian Radio, WCIR. wcir.biz and go there, there's a link there to contact us, send us your event. Uh, you know, usually on the show we only have time here to cover a few events, but uh, we'll have a, a calendar up on our website that has all of the events, uh, both the large ones and the small ones across the country. So let's cover some of the major events going on right now. Uh, and a lot of these events, of course, are towards the end of the summer, being that we're just opening up now uh, from our COVID lockdowns. On Saturday and Sunday, August twenty-first and twenty-second, the San Jose Italian Family Festa is going on—an absolute great event that takes place every year down in the historic San Jose. Make sure you go down there and check out all the great things they're doing that weekend For the main stage, the great wines, their wine garden, and all the fun for family and culture, uh, promoting the Italian uh, heritage and Italian culture.
1: and then all the Italian. Festival they're always good for all family, kids. Absolutely. People, any age. So remember that it's not just for one, okay? It's Absolutely. Not- now Sunday, September fifth,
0: up in the state of Washington again, they have this great racetrack there, Emerald Downs, fantastic horse racing track. They're doing oh, yes. Italian Day at the races. Again, this is sponsored specifically by the West Coast Italian Radio. So if you come out to that event, you can meet your hosts there, both Marzia and I will be there all day long, meeting and greeting people. And of course, we'll have the West Coast Italian Radio studio band, Tony Lestella and the Goombas, playing all afternoon down at the track side between races. Other activities include bocce, wine tasting, Pizza eating contest, Italian dancers, a lot of fun for the family.
1: I was trying to present uh, you. I was trying to say, and the Goombas going to be there. <laughs>
0: absolutely, absolutely. The Goombas are always there. We always have a blast there. Okay, Friday, September 10th. Festa Italiana the Fisherman's Festival down in Monterey, California. We love our Italian friends down in Monterey, California. Very active sons of Italy down there, a very active Italian community. You used to live down there, Marty. You love San
1: To say that, oh my heart is there. I love all oh, California's beautiful. My so to make head.
0: sure folks you check that out it starts Friday, September 10th, goes till Tuesday, September 14th, the Monterey Festa Italiana Fisherman's Festival. Moving back up to the northwest, we have the big year at the end of September, from the 24th to the 26th of September, again Friday through Sunday, Festa Italiana at Seattle Center. The big Italian festival been going on about 35 years there, one of the largest ones in on the West Coast, celebrating everything Italian. Moving on, and by the way, we will be at the Festa Italiana in Seattle. We'll have a booth there. We'll be sponsoring the big dance that night on the stage uh, and the Italian. Uh, talent presentation of all the different singers, kind of a big jam with all the lead entertainers there. Saturday and Sunday on October 2nd and 3rd, the Los Angeles Italian Festival takes place. That's the first weekend of October. Always a lot of fun with our Italian friends down in L.A. at Hollywood and Highland. Make sure you check that out. That's a great event. And we finish up the season out here out west with a biggie. The El Dorado Great Italian Festival taking place the second weekend of October, October 9th and 10th, at the El Dorado Hotel and Casino in Reno, Nevada. Folks, they literally close down all of downtown Reno. And they make it a little Italy, and it's absolutely fantastic. Great entertainment, Italian markets, Italian food booths, all kinds of fun all week long. Make sure you check it out. And there are your Italian events. And you know, mean we need to remind people that you can listen to us 24-7. We have probably close to... Uh, seven years of shows in our archives, just go to, again to our website, wcir.biz, click there. Today's show is going to go right up when we're done, and you can listen to all of our shows, share them with all your friends and family, because we have listeners all over the world, and we love people listening to us online. And, of course, our after hour show is going to be coming out soon, Radio Italiano Lucerose. okay? That's going to... That's where we cover all the topics of today's show. But we're a little more racy and direct with how we feel about them. Of course we are, because we're Italian. We tell you what we really think. That's a hoot. It's for 18 years and over. It's uh, obviously by subscription only. Make sure you go to our website. Check that out. That's going to be coming out soon. We have a whole bunch of shows on there for you to listen to. And that's pretty much it, Marcy. I've had a great time, as always, doing the show with you. (laughs) <laughs> we'll be back next week, folks, with a brand new show here with the Italian Radio Show, West Coast Italian Radio, on the ABC News and Talk Radio Network. God bless you all.
1: A salute. Ciao a tutti.
0: A little Dean Martin song
1: for you.
2: Ciao, ciao, bambina. Ciao. The rain is falling. Once more I kiss you Ooh. and thank you bye our lovers just like what? a fairy story Oh my but all its glory must pass us by Bye-bye. our raindrops trembling Brr. upon your face dear or are they? To draw for the love